You're listening to the Foremost Media Marketing Chat Podcast with John Ballard and Evan Facinger. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us here for the first ever Foremost Media Marketing Chat Podcast. How is it going, John? I'm good, Evan. Thanks. I'm excited about this. Yeah, me too. Uh, we've talked about doing a podcast for a while now. I feel like it's been something that we've brought up every other week, I would say. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And now it's finally happening. All it took was a global pandemic and we could finally get this podcast launched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seems like that's the case with a lot of businesses these days. I mean, from a web design standpoint, we've been getting a lot of inquiries and people like picking up stuff that they left off. So it seems like people are finally catching up on their to-do list. So here we go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got a project, you've got time on your hands. Uh, in most situations, you might as well try to take advantage of it. And I think that's what we're, that's what we're doing here at least. So why don't we start off, you know, people that aren't aware of who we are. John, do you want to give a little background? Sure. So I'm John Ballard. I'm the president and CEO of Foremost Media. I actually founded the business uh, back almost 15 years ago now in my basement. Uh, just really wanted to do some good for, for local companies and help them market, you know, and I felt like a lot of them were getting taken advantage of by big ad agencies or, you know, the package deal. So really my, my premise was always just to help companies grow and that was my goal and that's still our goal today. So um, been in marketing basically my whole adult life and, uh, you know, love it and uh, probably uh, too much. <laughs> That's about all I think about and all I do. But uh, yeah. How about yeah. you, Evan? Tell us about yourself. Well, I think that's why we get along, John, because I love marketing also. I've been doing it for, I feel like almost 15 years at this point, uh, only because I feel like I've been saying over 10 years for at least five years now. So I, I probably crossed over to, to 15, uh, dabbled with it uh, originally, just kind of picked it up, trying to get something launched and you know, dove into, well, how can I get this website found in Google? <laughs> you know, that started doing paid ads and everything else. So, you know, really kind of just built upon that. I love talking about it. I love how it always changes and how there's always new things to try. So that's, that's why I like to think of myself as, you know, more of a, a craftsman for marketing, not just somebody that is marketing for a job. But that's why it's been great to you know, kind of be working here at Foremost Media because we work with a lot of different type of types of companies. We do a lot of different types of marketing, you know, from web development to search engine optimization, paid advertising, even doing some Amazon marketing now too. All of it's been really exciting. So one of my goals with this podcast was not to necessarily be a promotion for Foremost Media. I mean, we get that out of the way so people know our background. But, you know, I think what, what Evan and I have talked about a lot is just trying to make sure that this is there's some actionable tips you can take home and that we're just, you know, informative for the industry. So, you know, this is geared for marketing managers and, you know, even other ad people and agencies and uh, marketing people. Then hopefully you'll gain some interest and some, some insight from uh, what we've learned over the years. And love to hear from some of you out there. If you have some ideas and want to be a guest, make sure you reach out to us. So Evan or myself will post our contact info with the podcast, I'm sure. So, Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, always looking for guests, hoping to have this be, you know, a communication style where you're going to be able to get something out of this podcast. We're telling you who we are now and a little bit about the company, uh, but that's just to give a little bit of background. I don't think anybody wants to listen to the podcast to hear about us ramble on about ourselves and talk about our day. I think it's, you know, tune in for actual marketing tips, some insights, things that you can leave and actually, you know, use that day would be the ultimate goal for this podcast. 
Awesome. So let's get into it. You know, what's going on in the marketing world today? There's been a lot. Um, we just kind of, let's, let's just yeah. discuss it. Yeah, no, I, uh, one thing that's, uh, well, there's a couple big things, you know, Google related too. I, you know, right now it's May 8th today and May, you know, they just announced the May 2020 core update from Google. So that's a broad core algorithm update. That means there's uh, some big changes. Of course, they announced that saying that they do that a few times a year, but so far this looks like the first one uh, since, you know, the, the, the coronavirus hit and uh, kind of taking a look at, you know, some of the fluctuations on there. John, I don't know if if you have any insights you'd want to add, but from what I'm gathering, it does look to be, you know, pretty content focused. Yeah. I mean, content's always been king. And when it comes to search engine marketing, it seems like Google's doubling down on that. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of fluctuation in any of the accounts I've been looking at in the last couple of days yet, but uh, you know, it seems like, you know, based on what I've read, there's some other people that have seen, seen some bounces, you know, from investing in more content or even just updating their old content, you know, so freshness seems to be a factor for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the other things I think is interesting that maybe just switching gears a little bit, Evan, you were talking today in our marketing meeting about um, increased search volume for certain industries. Can you explain a little bit about that and what you were looking at and, you know, how, how guys can check that out and see if there's a big increase? Yeah, Google recently came out with a rising categories uh, tab that they have available. And what you can do is actually go through and see those different categories and see how much they're rising on there. So if you take a certain category like swing sets, for example, as I'm taking a look at it here, you can go on swing sets category, see that there's, you know, right now, month over month, 80% increase in search volume, and then go in and actually see what category like what actual queries i mean are rising on there so that's some really good information i think that you know uh, you can take whether it's with your marketing efforts maybe it's you know product development that you're looking for or trying to come up with some content see how things are unfolding see how more you know searches are actually coming through and then be able to go through and you know create the content around it, you know try to capitalize on that upswing and what, what was interesting for me is that, you know, when our server guy reached out to us and he said, hey, is something going on with this client, you know, queries on their website are up like 85%. And when we started looking at the analytics, you know, he was afraid maybe they were being attacked or something like that. So we started looking at analytics and um, basically their search volume was really up 80%, you know, so we started diving into, you know, rising categories, found that was true. And, you know, also just, you know, generally search volume, people are stuck at home, they're doing projects in their backyard, these guys make backyard swing sets. So pretty interesting, um, you know, to see, and, you know, it's really reinforced, you know, that their investment in content marketing has been a good one because they're able to capitalize on that now with the, the increase. So. Yeah. And I think you, you brought up a great point too about refreshing the content. Sometimes I think that goes unnoticed because everybody's trying to create more blog posts, create new blog, blog, blog posts for it, you know, but refreshing content goes a long way. You know, I think it was described at one point saying, you know, if I came out with a, you know, best things that ever happened, you know, list in 2010, it's going to be a lot different now in 2020. Things change, things evolve and make sure that you have, you know, the content that's going to resonate still today. So, you know, it, it goes more than just a blog post that maybe you're starting to see, you know, downward tick because it's not as relevant anymore. Refresh that, refresh ones maybe that weren't getting too much and, you know, cleaning it up a lot. 
Yeah, I know. Like we've had a, a blog post out there about the importance of an SSL for years, and you know, it's it's evolved over time. That SSL at first was just kind of a recommendation, and there was hopes that maybe Google would give you a better ranking, and then they escalated it to we're going to warn people that your site's not secure. So I know we've updated that blog post, you know, multiple times in the last you know year or two, and it's continued to rank highly and probably even get bumps when we actually increase the you know freshness of that. And it's just simply just you know we post an update, you know, the date, and here's what's happening and what are related to this blog post so um, easy to do you know just a little bit of fresh content on there we'll update your site map and tell google it's a fresh page and you know it definitely can help you so yeah what else is going on evan well another exciting thing also google related is now that they've switched their google shopping from a pay to play so instead of you know if you want to be on google shopping you have to you know pay for the ads you know, your product listing ads to show on there now they're going to start listing anybody that's got an up-to-date merchant center account you know with the feed actually tied in so it's going to have organic listings on google shopping yeah, so what that means is if you have an e-commerce site, you first have to set up the merchant center and get a feed going to Google Shopping. And in the past, you had to actually buy ads, you know, and now you can actually do that for free. You can feed those ads up there. And yeah, I'm sure we've all seen this when you Google, you know, Google for a product or service, you see those little pictures with the prices, that's Google Shopping. So if you have an e-commerce site, uh, now is the best opportunity ever to get on and get engaged with Google Shopping. If you need help, give us a buzz. Yeah, and I think it's going to be pretty exciting too because that's a that's a big change. It started off free, I believe. You know, back in the days yeah, of right. of frugal, I think is what it was called. Which I mean, that was probably what two thousand eleven. Uh, that's a name <laughs> that's I haven't heard in a long time. Frugal. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, with that, uh, you know, now they're going to have that shopping tab, which I think now when it's not all ads, I think the overall quality, I would hope, would be better too. So you start to shift how people search. You start to go to Google more when you're looking for products as opposed to just going direct to Amazon, which has been increasing, right? I think last last study I saw, I think 55% of product searches were starting on Amazon. Well, if I saw that stat, I'm sure Google saw that stat too. And now they're going to start to go in and, you know, try to make that change try to get you back to Google when you're looking for products as well. So you'll have Google shopping, which will still include ads, of course. And I think they said the, you know, for now, at least the actual pages on the normal search engine result page will still be paid. But then when you go into the Google shopping tab, that's when it's going to start to have the free uh, listings, which, you know, they'll start to increase then it's almost turning into its own little marketplace right there where you can start to optimize for that, start to get sales through that, start to have ads, of course, if you want to continue to do that. Uh, I'll be curious to see how they go, how that's picked up and, you know, of course, how Google decides to you know, monetize that, whether it's through ads or, you know, next thing you know, they're going the Amazon route, taking a little percentage of your, <laughs> of your sale on it. It's interesting. It does seem to be Google's kind of master plan. I've got a, a little bit of interest in another industry, a vacation home industry, and Google is actually going to be rolling out searches for vacation homes, kind of like they do for Google Shopping Feed in the next few months. So you'll actually be able to search, you know, right on Google, just like you can, you know, products. You can see vacation homes instead of going to a company like Expedia or VRBO or something like that. So, you know, Google is definitely doing what they can to try and get people from starting directly on VRBO or Airbnb or something like that they want to sell the ads to those guys and and keep people on their platforms as long as they can so um keep your eyes peeled if it's not in your industry yet it's probably coming soon you know rich snippets are another example of that where they're trying to keep you know content pull content from your website and keep them on google as long as they can to sell more ads so 
yeah, the zero click search result where you get all your information, you know, first it took out weather. Now it's taking out a lot yeah. of other sites, I'm sure. <laughs> I, so with that vacation home rental uh, piece is that, so that's all through Google. So you can book directly through Google and everything. Do you ever have to go to your website? My understanding is it's just like the shopping feed. I haven't actually played with it a lot yet, but um, it actually just kind of compares pricing and everything you know, right on Google. And then when you're actually ready to book, it takes them over to the website, just like shopping would take you over to the website for the transaction. So Okay. Well, that'll be good. Then can you avoid some of the, you know, BRBO fees? and? Yeah, hopefully that's the plan. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure BRBO is going to be trying to capitalize on it too by feeding their stuff into Google Shopping. But uh, it's kind of the Wild West right now. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. So what else is new? Anything else happening? That's really all I got for today. I think we've given these people enough uh, information to <laughs> at least see what we're going to be all about. And we'll come back with a good topic in the next couple of weeks. All right. Looking forward to it. So we will get that launched and I'm sure next time we'll be, we'll be talking even more, any more marketing tips and keep an eye out for it. Yeah. Please subscribe uh, to our podcast. And uh, you know, if you have ideas or topics, like we said in the past, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to be a guest and you got something interesting to say, happy to uh, interview you and uh, you know, let's talk marketing. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Foremost Media Marketing Chat Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can stay on top of your game by never missing an episode. You can find even more marketing insights and show transcripts at foremostmedia.com.